is up. It's the rant. My name is Jeff Ratcliffe, and it is Wednesday, December 8th. What the heck, Amazon? If you're listening to this now, good on you, because uh, Amazon Web Services has royally screwed with the podcast this week. A lot of people are saying, hey, I'm not seeing the podcast. Well, yeah, it doesn't seem like it was distributed to all of the various podcast providers. Yay. Great. Uh, if you ever did want to um, simply find the podcast, you could search out The Rant with Jeff Radcliffe, and it's hosted on simplecast.com. If you're, I mean, it, they're there. The darn waivers was there. The darn recap is there. They're all up. I tried to repost them. No luck. So sorry about that, but uh, Bezos, I don't, I don't even think he's not even in charge anymore. Damn you, Amazon! Anyway, let's dive into the rankings for today. Of course, if you want these rankings, you can get them. Updated throughout the course of the week over at FTNFantasy.com. Use the promo code RATPACK. Get yourself a discount over there. Discounts are good, especially at this time of year. Uh, but uh, anyway, they'll be updated throughout the course of the week, like usual. And this is a very key week here, week 14, man. A lot of us in must-win situations. Fortunately, I'm not in a couple. I got a, I got a couple where I'm in the playoffs already, but I am in one 14-teamer. It is a industry league, but it's not a freebie industry league. It's an industry league that we do actually out at uh, the Hall of Fame in, the, in Canton, Ohio, every year. It's called the King's Classic, and it's a 14-teamer with a bunch of smart people, and I've cr- like cr- clawed my way back up, and I'm in fifth now, but I have not clinched. The strong chance of getting in, but I got to go to the finish line, and that's the important thing for all of us. Play to the whistle, get to that darn finish line. So let's start with quarterbacks here. At the top, Kyler Murray, no ill effects of the ankle injury, looked so good last week and didn't even need his arm, so imagine when he has to use his arm. Uh, Josh Allen at two, coming back from the weather, I'm not worried about it. Justin Herbert phenomenal last week uh, and continues to roll here. Aaron Rodgers coming back from by, and it's good to have him back. Uh, Remember, even though he's dealing with that toe injury, he was still very good uh, the last two games that we saw him here playing with that after he came back from uh, his stint on the COVID list. So, yeah, love Aaron Rodgers coming back. Tom Brady at five. It's Buffalo, but it's Brady, and it's Brady against Buffalo, and he doesn't tend to lose against Buffalo, uh, regardless of what uniform he's using. I know that's that's like terrible analysis, but anyway, Lamar backsliding a little bit, but still has that major, major juice with his legs at six. Same thing with Mahomes backsliding a little bit, but major, major juice. Any given week could be a massive performance out of Mahomes at seven. Uh, He's facing the Raiders. It's an interesting matchup. Dak at eight. Taysom Hill at nine. Getting so many questions about Taysom Hill. One thing I will say is I don't don't really see the need to overthink things at this time of year or any time of year for that matter. And I know people want to work the darn waiver wire and they want to tinker with things, but sometimes the first answer is the right answer. Even if Taysom Hill is ranked a couple spots ahead of somebody like uh, Joe Burrow or Russell Wilson, I don't really see the major need, and there is some volatility there, especially if you're looking at this for the playoffs. He does have an injured finger, so while he has the ability to run, for sure, we'll see how he is with his uh, with his arm. I don't have major um, doubts about Taysom Hill here, so that's why I'm ranking him at nine to start the week. 
Uh, Matthew Stafford, and we'll see what his practice status is. Matthew Stafford and what's going to be a really fun Monday night game at 10. Kirk Cousins had 11, man. There you go. And and that's uh that's the Thursday night contest against Pittsburgh. That'll be a fun start to the week. Russell Wilson at 12, Joe Burrow at 13. They're very close to each other. Uh, Derek Carr at 14. Ryan Tannehill coming back and should have Julio Jones back, which is good for business. Cam Newton at 16 is streamable still, but a little bit of volatility. Heineke, Garoppolo, then I don't really want to use anybody from there. Moving over to running back, Austin Eckler's phenomenal. Alexander Madison, I have a two right now. Now, I am very bullish on Alexander Madison for a couple reasons, but you know, mainly he should run the rock a ton if Dalvin Cook is not back, and I don't expect Dalvin Cook to be back, so I'm very bullish there. Uh, Cook did practice in limited fashion yesterday, but I don't expect him to be back on the field this week. Najee Harris at three on the other side of that. Elijah Mitchell at four. I expect him to play. Uh, obviously, I'm always confident with Elijah Mitchell, and I'm very bullish on him this week. Joe Mixon, Leonard Fournette, Cordero Patterson at seven. Uh, continues to roll, man. What a season facing Carolina. Tough matchup, but he can do it all, so that's the benefit there. Josh Jacobs at eight. Yes, we're bullish on Josh Jacobs because Kenyon Drake's done for the year. So you get Josh Jacobs in a three-down roll now, which is very, very appealing. Nick Chubb at nine, back from bye, but of course still does have Kareem Hunt there. Javante Williams after the breakout. We'll see what happens with Melvin Gordon, though. That move that that could move that ranking. Uh, right now, Saquon Barkley at 12. I, I know. I know. He did look pretty good in the matchup. This is the thing. It's such a darn good matchup that I could see this as the week where he breaks one. Uh, tentatively, Alvin Kamara at 13 could move up. I'm not confident, you know, one way or the other. We have to wait and see what practice reports say. So, again, this was a, this is an early week ranking. Uh, David Montgomery at 14. Love what we saw last week. Front-end RB2 with RB1 potential. Aaron Jones at 15. Do think he's back, but we shall see. Clyde Edwards-Alaire at 16. Zeke fading a little bit at 17. Still an RB2. James Conner at 18. I think James Conner is interesting. People are simply assuming Chase Edmonds is the lead back. He is not. And I think James Conner has done enough to hold this job even when Chase Edmonds comes back. He'll have the edge in that backfield, but not a three-down workload. Which essentially means that Connor's going to be an RB2. Chase Edmonds, I don't think, is going to necessarily be very usable. Uh, roster, yes, but usable, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. So Connor at 18. All right, let's do a quick break, and then we'll talk about more RB2s. All right, I'll, I give Devonta Freeman, RB2, whatever. He's at 19 for me. He, he's obviously decidedly won that job, and they are using him. He doesn't have a ton of juice, but there's enough there, that, especially at this time of year, uh, I'm going to use him in that spot. Uh, Chuba Hubbard at 20. I don't expect a ton in the passing game for Chuba Hubbard, but there's enough in the run game, and they want to run the football for him to be an RB2 option. Uh, Sony Michelle sliding in at 21 for now. There's a lot of moving pieces there. I do think we'll see Daryl Henderson uh, back in the lead role once fully healthy, but I don't know if he's fully healthy right now. So we'll this one. This one's another one could totally change by the end of the week. Don't simply assume. Oh, Sony Michelle. Therefore, I start. A lot of people on a Wednesday are looking to make star sit decisions, and we can't do that. You can set your initial lineup. 
And I can't tell you how many times I've done that. I've set an initial lineup on a Wednesday, but then I come back on Sunday and I'm like, no, I can't, no, I can't do that. <laughs> so that's the beauty of the landscape. Things change over the course of the week. James Robinson at 22, uh, AJ Dillon at 23. I do think he potentially could be usable. I don't want to use both of those guys in the same lineup though, if I can get away with it. Jamal Williams at 24. I uh, do expect him to still be the lead back there, but not a ton of upside, obviously, with Jamal Williams. On the outside, looking in, but flexible, Kareem Hunt, Tony Pollard, Deontay Foreman, not overly bullish, but I do think he's the lead back there. We'll see if Melvin Gordon can get back this week, tentatively ranking him as a flex option. Tevin Coleman, yay. Uh, Dontrell Hillier, Daryl Williams, Amir Abdullah, yes, I do think he could flex him. And then it gets kind of ugly from there. Uh, but um, anyway, moving over to wide receiver, Cooper Cup, Just Jefferson, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill. Uh, the world is great if you have those guys. Then uh, Stephon Diggs, Deontay Johnson, tons of volume. Chris Godwin, speaking of volume, 17 targets last week. CeeDee Lamb at 8, Mike Evans at 9, Jamar Chase at 10. The thing about Jamar Chase is, you know, we were very close to a, a reasonably big day last week, and he always has that big play upside. The one thing I would be a little bit wary about is Joe Burrow's finger, so we'll have to see where he is in practice this week. But obviously, you're not going away from Jamar Chase just given his massive, massive ceiling. DJ Moore at 11. I do still think we have something with DJ Moore going forward, and some weeks he may be front-end wide receiver two. Some weeks he may be back-end wide receiver one. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins at 12, although there could be a shadow from Jalen Ramsey in this one. DK Metcalf at 13, Terry McScorin at 14, Tyler Lockett at 15. I don't see how you get away from any of these guys. Mike Williams at 16. Keenan Allen apparently is vaccinated, but that doesn't mean he, he gets through the COVID protocol by game time this week so be prepared there if he doesn't go Mike Williams certainly a wide receiver two plus option and I'm ranking him as such right now T Higgins Hunter Renfro Marquise Brown Elijah Moore Elijah Moore actually was so prioritized that he actually saw not the entire game but a, a chunk of the game he saw Darius Slay shadowing him last week so I thought that was pretty interesting Mari Cooper at 21 Brandon Cooks somebody has to catch darn football for them and then can Davis Mills deliver? I sure as heck hope so, because I have Brandon Cooks on a key roster. Uh, Chase Claypool at 23. He's practicing in full. Darnell Mooney, 24. We don't know, by the way, if it's going to be Andy Dalton or Justin Fields just yet. Um, I don't think it really matters that much for Mooney. Uh, what would matter more is Allen Robinson getting back, and uh, who knows. Anyway, and I don't even think that matters that much, to be honest with you. Van Jefferson, Odell Beckham Jr., back-to-back yet again this week. There is enough meat on the bone in that offense to sustain three top 36 wide receivers, which is hard to do, but they're going to do it. 25 and 26 for them. Brandon Ayuk at 27 tentatively did not rank Debo Samuel just yet, but there is potentially good news on the horizon. We'll see. We'll see. We'll adjust accordingly. Debo obviously would skyrocket right back up into the top 10. Ayuk probably doesn't change, so I'm kind of, yeah, I'm, I'm hedging a little bit, but I, I don't see, even without Debo after what we saw last week, it was all Elijah Mitchell and George Kittle. I don't see that much appeal other than wide receiver three for Ayuk. And wide receiver three is acknowledging high ceiling, but also low floor. Jerry Judy, Michael Gallup, Jarvis Landry, Russell Gage, you're not going to win your fantasy championship with Russell Gage. A lot of people were asking me waiver questions about him last night. He ain't going to win the darn league for you. Not going to happen, right? 
So if you were looking to add him, I, I mean, as maybe a wide receiver three, I, I get it, but he, there's not a lot of juice with him. Christian Kirk, 32. K.J. Osborne does not look likely here for Adam Thielen this week, maybe next week as well. Marvin Jones, 34. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, 19 targets over his last uh, two games, so 35. And then Tyler Boyd at 36. Just on the outside looking in, Cortland Sutton, he's fading. I, I said yesterday, honestly, you could you could potentially drop him if you really needed the spot. And, and this is a different mindset, again, than week seven. Week seven, I'm like, nah, don't drop him. Let's see what happens. It's not week seven. It's week 14, and it's December. And in December, every stinking year, running backs get hurt. And a guy like Cortland Sutton, if you're not starting him now, even if there is an injury, you're probably still not starting him, right? If you have five or six wide receivers, you're probably still not starting him. So I, I don't know. I would move on from him if you really needed to. All right, after them, Colt Beasley, Emmanuel Sanders, back-to-back, 38-39. I have Julio Jones tentatively at 40. The reason why is he's not officially activated yet. Uh, he will go up into, really, into the top 24, uh, very likely, uh, once activated. Jamison Crowder, meh. Josh Reynolds, meh. Tim Patrick, meh. Kenny Galladay, meh. LaVisca Chenault, even more, meh. You see how quickly it, it really devolves here. Amon Ross St. Brown, A.J. Green, Traquan Smith, Robbie Anderson rounding out the top 50. That's ugly right there. Uh, moving over to tight end to round out the rankings for this week. Travis Kelsey. <laughs> you know that one. Set your darn watch to him, right? George Kittle at two. Gronk, smash. He's been awesome over the last three weeks at three. Mark Andrews at four. You, you know what you get with Mark Andrews. How about Hawk? I still love the season that TJ Hawkinson is having. He's a quintessential example of, you know, the sort of the next best thing at tight end. You have a couple of these guys who are the rare elite options, the rare, they either have these enormous, like George Kittle ceilings or the crazy consistency, like you get most of the time with Travis Kelsey. But then you have the other guys. And TJ Hawkinson has kind of been the best of the rest. It's not always super consistent. It's not the highest ceiling, but it's pretty darn good production. Dawson Knox bounces back this week at six. Dalton Schultz at seven. Kyle Pitts at eight. If he would just score touchdowns, uh, I, I'm fine with it. I'll just say I'm fine with it because people are going to be down on him next year, and I'm going to hammer Kyle Pitts in best balls. I'm going to hammer him in drafts. Hopefully everybody thinks he sucks because he doesn't. He's freaking awesome. He just hasn't scored touchdowns this season because Matt Ryan is his quarterback. Pat Fryermuth at nine. Tyler Conklin, if you picked him up, I think you can start him this week at 10. Nice volume last week with no feeling when Thielen got banged up. Uh, and I do think that continues here. Zach Ertz at 11. Last week wasn't pretty, but there's at least some juice there with Ertz. Tyler Higby at 12, just on the outside there. Noah Fant, really close to Higby. Jared Cook as well. It, Jared Cook could get a little extra work with no Keenan Allen. Uh, Austin Hooper on the rise too, because David Njoku, very likely looking like he's going to miss this week. He was placed on the reserve COVID list, unless that was some sort of false positive, he'll miss this week. I did not rank Darren Waller. I am not ranking Foster Moreau at 10 this week. I learned my lesson there. Uh, so Foster Moreau, I actually dropped him in a league for Ricky Seals-Jones, who I only have at 18. I don't love it, but man, tight end is so brutal. So brutal. Uh, other streamable options, maybe Evan Ingram, 
Maybe Gerald Everett. I really don't like Gerald Everett, though. Uh, maybe Cole Komet. Maybe CJ Uzama. There you go with all of that. Of course, if you want these rankings, head on over to FTNFantasy.com. Use the promo code RATPACK and check it out over there. And, of course, make sure you're following along with me on Twitter at Jeff Radcliffe. And same thing on Instagram. All right, I'll be back tomorrow. Hopefully, Amazon will help us out there. You hear me, Amazon? Because I know you're listening. (laughs) Alexa, can you put my podcast on all the podcast providers, please? Anyway, I'll catch you tomorrow. Wide receiver cornerback matchups for you. I'm Jeff Radcliffe, and I'm out.